hey everybody, it's uh, Ed Carbajal. You can follow me on Twitter, at Carbazel, spelled C-A-R-B-A-Z-E-L. And it is Thursday night, uh, coming on the end of uh, the first full week of April. Oh man, what a crazy day. Uh, So if you haven't heard by now, the... uh, UFC 249 event on April 18th that was uh, going to be Dana White's um, I don't know what to to even call it anymore it was a long day so my brain's a little tired UFC 249 was going to happen April 18th it was supposed to be Dana White proving that he and his organization um, can still move forward and put on events even with everything else shut down Um, around 6 p.m. today, the news broke that UFC 249 was in fact, uh, shut down for April 18th. They canceled it for that day. It's being postponed until, uh, you know, when every other sport is allowed to get back to normal because, I mean, California has uh, handled the coronavirus pandemic pretty much the way everyone else has handled it. And that's with it being, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, you know, all sports have been put on hold since this thing happened. I mean, coming into it, I'm thinking of that first week of March when uh, numbers started popping up here in the U.S. And, um, you know, basketball, uh, basketball, the NHL. Everybody started postponing events, boxing postponed events, uh, and obviously combat sports, you know, as a whole did. Excuse me. Um, Throat's dry. Uh, So, so I went down like this. Sorry to keep uh, pausing so much. So I went down like so. Um, I want to say it was yesterday. Late yesterday, yesterday was Wednesday. Uh, maybe it was as, as late as Tuesday night. So, obviously, this news came out. Yeah, no, it was definitely yesterday because Monday is when ESPN did the uh, interview with Dana White where he said he was moving forward April 18th. The UFC was having UFC 249, and that was going to lead into the UFC uh, pumping out events regularly. That's when the news about the Fight Island came out and all that stuff. Um, couple days into the week, midweek, New York Times writes an article. They cite public law 280, um, which means like even even though the uh, event was going to be held on a uh, 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 Native American reservation, uh, which was confirmed to be the Tachi Palace because Dana White confirmed it today, um, there's uh, this public law 280 so a law written in the 50s that still allows the government, the American government, to jump in and shut something down, you know, or, or, or intercept something when, uh, even if it's still on Native American land, especially if it's like uh, viewed as criminal action or something of that nature. I forget what the wording is. If you look up Public Law 280 uh, or the New York Times recent articles re- uh, surrounding all this, you'll see that, that that's the reason, uh, one of the reasons... Uh, uh, this had to get shut down, but it wasn't, I mean, it technically wasn't shut down. Well, I'll get into that. So, 
the UFC uh, uh, article that mentioned that law, they mentioned it twice actually in, in the article of the midweek and the one from tonight where uh, they talk about, you know, obviously the UFC has taking a lot of risk doing this and, um, you know, risking fighters' health and stuff like that. So a lot of funny things happening, right? So first it wasn't going to be a sanctioned event and then the ABC, the... Uh, the combat sports board, uh, I forget the, the long, it's a boxing and combat sports, whatever the, the Albuquerque, the commission that sanctions combat sports events, the ABC, um, first they weren't going to sanction it, then they were going to sanction it, I mean, you know, money talks, but I mean, we've learned, I mean, this is, the coronavirus thing is a big deal, so we've learned that only so far does money get you, um, <clears throat> Tachi Palace, uh, the, that tribe that that owns that property, they were 100% ready to go Saturday. Dana White says he is ready. In fact, he said he'll still go on Saturday if it wasn't for his partners, aka his bosses at Disney and ESPN, getting on the phone with him and t- telling him, and this is a quote from him, to stand down. They told him to stand down. Um, and apparently this happened was because Governor Newsom of California called uh, the head of Disney and said, what's going on over there? Like, you guys are, what, what are you doing? And it was crazy because before that, so this morning, as I, I was getting into writing my articles and, and most of the stuff I did for this uh, is over at MMANews.com. I wrote some stuff at my MMA, my MMA News regarding Justin Gaethje and matchups and stuff like that. But as far as 249 and it's... Uh, moving forward and then sudden stops uh i wrote over at uh mmanews.com so if you can get a chance to check them and read the details out over there the details are are there with the citations and backlinks to the articles and stuff uh, that i'm referring to so uh um so uh the heads of disney and espn told Dana White to stand down, so, I mean, he's saying, he kept, he referred to them as his partner, but those, those are his bosses right now, and if you look, so, Wall Street Journal wrote an article, this is not over at MMAnews.com, you gotta look for it, <clears throat> Wall Street Journal wrote an article how the contract with the UFC for them to collect, they have like a seven-year deal or something like that, and for them to collect their money, they have to put on a number of events, I believe the number is 42 events, uh, you know, for them to deliver on their end of the contract so that everybody makes their money. So obviously sports being paused, you know, um, takes time away from keeping to that schedule. And the longer, so 42 events, if you look, there's, there's 52 weeks in a year. So they only have like 10 weeks worth, 10 weeks that they can lose without putting an event on where they have to start pumping them out every weekend. So don't be surprised, depending on how long this goes, don't, don't be surprised if the UFC goes back to, like, International Fight Week, sometimes you'd have two, three things going on in one week. So don't be surprised if we see that in July, you know, hopefully if things are back to normal by then, which, which I, I hope that they are. I mean, depending on which numbers and reports you pay attention to or look at, uh, you know, things are either getting better or, or they're getting worse. It depends on your percept- perspective. I always uh, recommend going to John Hopkins University's uh, website, the coronavirus map that they have, and looking at those numbers and their plots, because I think that's where you get the most honest information. 
the news seems to be scaring everyone. There's reports of deaths and <clears throat> more cases, and then the, then there's reports of those reports being wrong, and even Dr. Fauci saying that some of the numbers are inflated and blah blah blah. <clears throat> so, the uh, sorry I keep clearing my throat, but um, I haven't drank water all day and my throat's dry. But uh, <laughs> don't don't worry, I'm not sick. At least I don't think I'm sick. But, um, I mean, that's the whole point. It's like people can be asymptomatic and not have any symptoms. And, and then, uh, you know, there's uh, people that have tested for this, for this virus uh, more than once. And they, they've had negatives and then eventually came up positives. So there, there's uh, questions about the accuracy of the tests and whether or not those are real false positives or false negatives. And it's just a whole mess. It's too risky. Especially in a sport like combat sports where you're sweating on top of each other and possibly bleeding on top of each other. <clears throat> not, not to mention the, uh, the medical staff required to take care of someone that uh, gets injured, especially a severe injury. Like if you look at UFC, you look at UFC 248, uh, Joanna and Weili Zhang, when they fought, they both had to go to the hospital afterward. That's an ambulance where you, that's an ambulance ride and everyone the staff in the ambulance receiving people at the hospital the doctors have to look at them the specialists and so on and so forth and those people probably i mean obviously those people right now are super busy handling the general public you know you can't roll out the red carpet for medical you know what i mean it's going to be you know someone that goes and gets gets hurt because it's their job versus versus that uh the uh, the senior citizen that's suffering from something that could be this virus or something else, you know, that that somebody's going to wind up missing out on, on, on the care that they need. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, the seniors in that scenario, the senior citizen would be the priority over the fighter that just decided to go and fight when they were supposed to stay home because of the whole pandemic situation. So, I mean, it's the right call to make. I know there are some fighters, depending on that money, uh, Dana White said he was going to make good on it. I mean, ho- it looks like he's going to do the same thing Scott Coker did for uh, Bellator 241 at the be- when this whole thing started. Um, I mean, mind you, if you listen to my podcast, this one, the MMA Afterthought, I, uh, you know, I was on my way to that event, and um, r- just before they canceled everything, I was already pulling my own plug from going, leaving my own state because. You know, we didn't back then. We didn't know what the president was because the president hadn't announced anything yet. You know, we didn't know what was going to come. I didn't know if I was going to be stuck in Connecticut or, or, or if the trains were going to be shut down or, or anything like that. I mean, I know it's a three-hour drive or whatever, but you know, if I took a train there, and what if what if there were no more Ubers? You know, I mean, there's towns now that are turning that are only opening supermarkets and pharmacies and nothing else you, you can't do the takeout you can't do all the stuff that Burger King and all these guys are advertising on TV so it's crazy um, so it's definitely the right call but um, I just wanted to record this reaction because anyway I was, as I was taking you through the uh, the New York Times article so then the, the article that mentioned the public law was midweek and then it looks like Governor uh, Newsom got wind of that and made the call to the heads of Disney and the and uh, ESPN, and and they told Dana White, "That's it. You're not doing it." You know, because if you know, I don't know if you know, Disney's based in Burbank, California. So, you know, when you get high-end officials, you know, calling you, then I mean, 
in that world. I mean, that's not something I know anything about as far as how money folk communicate and talk to each other. But if you're looking at at uh, if you're looking at people's positions and stuff where money's not supposed to matter, maybe it doesn't, and it was just they just shut it down completely. So now the UFC is not going to be doing anything. They wanted to be a real sport, so now just like real sports, just like the NFL, just like MLB, NBA, they have to wait. We all have to wait until this uh, until this thing ends. So, <clears throat> one thing that Dana White it seems his new um, I want to say his his new goal. I was trying to think of a clever way to say that. Uh, his, where his focus is because he was so dead set on having uh, UFC 249 happen he actually made it a point to say a few times when he announced that that it wasn't happening that he could still go if he wanted to I mean he kind of hinted at that if it wasn't for the ESPN like he said if he was doing it on Fight Pass then he would just go but obviously his uh, his partner slash bosses you know they were they said they told him to stop so he's stopping because he wants to, I mean, they have a relationship, they're going to have a relationship for seven years, you know, or whatever, that was 2019, we're in 2020 now, so six years, so six years, they're going to keep, they they have to maintain some sort of working relationship, so he's got to listen, just like the rest of sports, and even ESPN uh, said that they, you know, of course they want to get back to sports, but, you know, we don't want to look like a bunch of uh, thoughtless, careless assholes either, you know, by backing this. So it's the right move. Um, so he vows. So his new his new focus is to be the first sport back. He wants to be, be the first sport back before anyone. The fight island, he said, is still happening. The infrastructure is still going to continue to be worked on because his plan was to do April 18th. And then obviously there was a couple of weeks and then, like that, the end of May was when uh, he was going to resume a consistent UFC schedule, like we're used to, you know, where there's fights every weekend or whatever on ESPN Plus and uh, you know, regular ESPN Red. Once in a blue, since they're trying to pump, you know, suck money out of people with ESPN Plus. If you guys haven't listened to the podcast I do every week with Matt, um, I. Uh, I'm I'm definitely not a fan of ESPN Plus. I hate it. I prefer the way Fox things were on Fox Sports because we all could watch it. But I, uh, somehow, somewhere, that's lucrative for. Uh, I mean, there's they're, they're, I guess they're seeing better money with that whole deal. So it is what it is. But uh, we all just have to be patient now. Um, I mean, uh, I know one fighter in particular that I, I kind of feel bad for. Because he went on record saying how he needed the money was uh, Jacare uh, Ronaldo Souza, uh, you know, from the jiu-jitsu world, made it into MMA. Um, he said that he needed the money, so Dana White said he's going to make good on, on uh, you know, especially the fighters that were willing to fight. He was going to make good, and uh, he did an Instagram live immediately after the ESPN announcement. And Jacare like jumped in and was trying to reach out to him, I guess, to say like, "Listen, you got to do something." Um, and Dana White acknowledged him, so hopefully he takes care of him. He said he's gonna try to take care of everyone, but um, it was crazy because so the MMA news articles that I wrote in the morning, we got reports that uh, 
that uh, they were going to have COVID-19 tests for all the fighters and coaches involved uh, for next Saturday, the 18th. And for me, I'm just like, okay, you know, I got a friend that tested positive for this, but he had to drive a ways to get a damn test, and it still took almost a week for him to get the results, you know, which by then, by, by the time they told me, he, which by the way, he, he did test positive for it, um, but obviously by the time he found out, he was already into his uh, self-quarantine because he was sick already. The only reason he left his house and drove so far was because it was the only place that he could get a test. Um, it's like 40 minutes out of his way or something like that. Um, so how the article I wrote was, uh, you know, about how all of a sudden UFC fighters were able to get tested and, and um, you know, whether or not they were going to have their results back in time to compete. So the whole thing was just a mess. The whole thing was a mess. So the fact that they're not moving forward, I think uh, I would hope that in retrospect, maybe a month from now when uh, Dana White looks back on it, maybe some of the fighters will look back. Hopefully they don't hurt too bad financially and, and whatever Dana White gives them to help them out um, does help them out financially while we're all dealing with this. Um, one thing, uh, Bloody Elbow wrote a, uh, an article about how fighters can can apply for some sort of, uh, I forget what it was called, because they're independent contractors, they can they can file for some sort of assistance, uh, you know, financially with everything happening. Um, uh, I can't remember the article's title, but it's on BloodyElbow.com. So go check out what they what they've been doing uh, surrounding this whole um, you know UFC trying to move forward during a pandemic thing. They've gotten the most flack of it, not for nothing. If you look at uh, Combate Americas, obviously Bellator won. Um, who else? Pretty much everyone uh, shut down their events so that uh, we can wait this thing out. There is supposed to be another submission underground. Um, but if you watch submission underground 12, that's the care. That's the most careful you can be. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, Cause there's supposed to be submission underground 13 on April 26th. So that might be the only sport again, while this is going on, um, haven't heard anything back from the past com- competitors, so I'm hope- hopefully that means that none of them got sick. You know, the, the I think the most dangerous thing about this whole thing is the whole asymptomatic. You know, you could be walking around feeling fine, but carry it and spread it to someone else. That you know, God forbid, like you give it to, like me and my brother are always concerned about because my parents are L- old. And immunocompromised. I mean, hell, I'm immunocompromised. I got asthma. That's why you always hear me clearing my throat and shit on this podcast. So, so, but for stuff like that, you, you know, you, you can't think. You have you cannot be selfish. You have to think about those people. So, and and that's that's where this thing becomes a problem. So, it's the right call to make. I mean, I know there's folks that. I mean, I mean, as much as I I think they should. I mean, as much as I agree with the call. I was still going to watch it if it was on, you know what I mean? So, I mean, like, I'm not trying to be a hypocrite either, but it's the right call and we all just have to be safe. So, what a crazy day. I mean, whew, to think I was going to wake up to to 
It's probably the busiest, probably the busiest news day I've had since uh, this whole thing has, has happened. So if you want to read all about it, please read all about it over at MMANews.com. I did write a cancellation piece over on Medium, which is just like a blogging platform. Anybody can blog there. You can check it out there. All of it is on my Twitter profile, at Carbazel, C-A-R-B-A-Z-E-L. Thanks so much for listening. Um, obviously, I'm home, so you got three episodes out of me this week. Next week, uh, I mean, me and Matt, we're going to do on the Coast to Coast Combat Hour. We were supposed to do a uh, breakdown for the main card of UFC 249. But we'll be talking about this instead. I mean, I'm sure there's more news to come of it. So um, thanks for listening. I'll keep you posted. And uh, yeah, stay safe, stay home, stay clean.